You know what? This right here, this is a combination of 45 years of experience, of wrestling experience. We make one Nobody fit. can touch that. Welcome, welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves. Clash at the Castle is one week from this Saturday. Our very special guests have a lot to say about that. I've got a lot to say about what went down this past weekend on SmackDown, on Raw in Toronto and in Montreal. And apparently in Canada, kidnapping is totally legal as long as you do it in front of 13,000 plus people. Of course, to help me navigate the choppy waters of the WWE universe, he is the R2-D2 to my C-3PO, nice. Vic Joseph. But Vic, I don't want to waste any time with you right now. We've got very, uh, very important not. guests. This is a make-good episode of sorts. We had Bailey in her triumphant return here on the show a few weeks back, but technical difficulties succeeded. Technical difficulties won the day, so we promised we'd bring back Bailey, but she didn't come alone. As we've seen on Monday Night Raw, as we saw this past week on Friday Night SmackDown, Bailey doesn't roll anywhere solo these days. She is usually flanked by the genius of the Sky, EO Sky, and Dakota Kai. Kai and Sky, so much fun to say. I can't wait to talk. Ladies, welcome to After the Bell. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank Greetings. you. Good thing you didn't tongue, tongue tie that. Yeah. Name, huh? Props. To you. I know it's amazing. I'm surprised I haven't botched it more frequently on on the air, uh, which I'm sure will happen at some at some juncture. Uh, but again, Bailey, again, we we got to catch up with you a little bit a few weeks ago. Um, the internet was not cooperating, so things were choppy. The world did not get to hear the full interview, unfortunately. So we're uh, we're giving you three the platform. We talked about Clash at the Castle off the top. We are expecting in the area of seventy thousand people. Wow. In Cardiff, Wales, a stadium that will surely be rocking as the three of you square off against Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. A few weeks out before we get into the past, let's look into the future. What are you three most looking forward to about Clash at the Castle? Well, the 70,000 people you yeah. just said. That's mm -hmm. nuts. I'm excited to finally team all three of us together. I think that's kind of what personally I've been waiting for and just the few things that we've been able to talk about and go through and things we want to try in the ring I think that's going to be super exciting for us and for the fans and just something different for them to see yeah for sure I'm excited to be in front of like a UK crowd again and hopefully hear some really dope like chants you know how they go crazy and Football. Oh, yeah. I, they better be singing. I'm hoping there are songs and chants. They're so good at that stuff. Like, I hope so. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. 
I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Dakota, I have to ask you, just off the top of my head, the three of you collectively shocked the WWE Universe at SummerSlam. To the best of my knowledge, and I think accurately so, at least up until the hours leading up until Nashville in SummerSlam, you did not even work here. You were released from WWE, and you appear in spectacular fashion. I want you to take a minute to sort of walk us through that journey of being dominant in NXT, being an NXT women's champion, having a great deal of success there, and then seemingly uh, overnight that dream is dashed. Everything goes up in smoke. Talk me through those few months where you were away. Gosh, like, when it happened, I think it was a mixture of, like, obviously there's shock involved there, but at the same time there sort of wasn't, and I don't know, you know, I just kind of have to prepare for that that day one day. So, like... When it happened, I was sort of at peace with it. And in those months away, I took time, you know, I didn't take any outside bookings or anything like that because I really wanted to take time for myself and sort of reset and just like remind myself of the things that are important. And during that time, I was able to do that. So when that call came, like literally, was it 24 hours or something (laughs) before SummerSlam? Um, It was weird how the timing worked out like, perfectly you know like I wasn't I hadn't taken any bookings or assigned anything uh in stone so like when that happened it was more like oh my gosh was this like meant to be and then by the time SummerSlam sort of uh came I was still in the stage of processing everything that was happening because that was a very small window to sort of not only physically prepare but mentally and emotionally as well so um but like it's it's a dream scenario to be alongside these two too like you know She's been talking about this for a long time, wanting to do something like this. So the fact that it happened and on the stage that it did, it's uh, it was like just overwhelming and surreal for sure. EO, right around this same time, you were out from NXT with an injury and there was a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors that maybe EO was going to go back to Japan. Maybe EO wasn't coming back to NXT. So your appearance at SummerSlam was very, very shocking as well. Was there any chance that EO did not stay in WWE? Were you thinking about going back to Japan? Well, you know, yeah. Actually, it might be happen too, because I've been here four years. Uh, I came here, United States, 2018, and now 2022. Mm-hmm. I spent time, uh, the wild pandemic mm-hmm. in here. That was very tough for my life, because... I came here by myself. I take care of by myself everything. I uh, so yeah, honestly, I don't have family in here. That makes me sometimes my mentality going down, mm. and that time is so tough. And I try to think, should I stay here more or not? 
also I got injured and I took surgery. That time is thinking about my life again. So that's why, yeah, sometimes I thinking, oh, if I have family in here or, you know, I, if I have family, it will more make my mentality, you know, stable. So yes, yes. Help me a lot. So that's why, yeah, honestly, I try to think that a lot of times, especially right before summer slam. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to say that, but actually, yeah. rumors so, so right. Bailey yeah. helped convince you. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, yeah. 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 We had a realer back then. <laughs> Dakota, you had mentioned this has been a work in progress. You guys have discussed this for quite some time. Bailey, how did this all come to be? Obviously, Dakota was not under contract. EO was out with an injury. This was your brainchild. This was something I know that you fought for. You t- spoke, spoke about it last time you were on the show. You had a vision. How did you make this all a reality? Uh, I mean, I think it was uh, kind of like what they're both saying. Like, just everything with timing just worked out so well. And I obviously can't do this by myself. You have to run it by the right people. And things were changing in the company so fast. And while I was out with an injury as well, I wasn't sure who to talk to or who to make this happen or um, even to get myself back on the show. It was just a very confusing time. And this idea and this vision that I've had is um, just something I believe in so much, but it has to be with the people that I envision it with. Like, it's not just, oh, I want a group of girls or I want a faction, whatever it is. It has to be the right girls for it to work or for the vision to, you know, come to life. So um, I think it was just, you know, just not giving up on it because I didn't really get an answer for it to begin with before, you know, what happened with her. And that was like really heartbreaking for me because I felt she was literally like the first one when I was trying to think of all this, she was the first one that I really thought would fit so well because I just felt we had a really cool um, dynamic and that our styles will work well together. Characters will work well together. And when she was like, Oh, I just, uh, kind of gave up on it, but it was, I don't know, something was eating at me. Like I didn't want to come back alone. I didn't want to come back and just go into fall into the same thing. I really do believe that there's some change that needs to happen in order for, um, everybody to take the women's division to a different level. So just reaching out to, Obviously, Hunter is a is a huge impact on all of us in working with him in NXT for so many years. He helped me a lot just try to f- figure out that vision. And I don't know. It was just like, let me just give it one last try. <laughs> let me just try one last time and see what he says so that I can either move on from it or keep pushing for it and make tweaks if there needs to be. But I think um, everybody just kind of at once saw like, okay, maybe this can work, but it has to be with the right people. You can't just throw someone else in there. And she's a huge part of it. So it just so lucky it worked out. And EO too, like, I'm just so lucky. Like it, it, you weren't, you know, it was just like, yeah. don't go. Just, I'm, I'm grateful that they were willing to, to come and join me. <laughs> It's part of that recipe of success. And the, the interesting part is as you're talking, I'm looking at, you know, Dakota, cause we have the way that we do these interviews and I'm seeing her look up and she's shaking her head like, wow, I still can't believe this is real. Uh, full disclosure, Dakota and I were with a group of our common friends two weeks before SummerSlam. And we're like, Hey, how you doing? And you're like, yeah, it's so good. And you were so positive. And then all of a sudden we're watching SummerSlam. We're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like we're standing up like, 
we just did having those comments from, you know, Bailey on a personal level also help get you through that time of knowing like, Hey, people still believe in you. Oh, absolutely. And like the support when it initially happened was so overwhelming. Like it was funny because this one here (laughs) sent me like on the day, literally an hour after I got the call, I get like a box of chocolates and this big peace lily and stuff at my door. It's from her. And she's like already West coast. And I'm like, dude, like I just tweeted something funny. Like I'm not dead. Like (laughs) you don't have to like, but, um, no, the, all the, messages even from like EO from everyone that I got was so overwhelming that I couldn't help but feel like okay about everything even though it does sort of feel like a piece of you a piece of your goal sort of gone I mean I didn't know that this would be even possible at the end of the day so I really had to come to terms with the fact like you know what you've done a lot you've met so many amazing people through this industry through this business like you you can't help but feel like you know what I've done a lot and you know like you said when we were talking I I did feel genuinely like okay with everything you know I felt like I came to peace with myself and mentally and emotionally I was in a good place so it's funny how it all comes together yeah Yeah. absolutely timing is crazy (laughs) to the day yes literally like other (laughs) other things going on to the day like amazing since we've seen you guys arrive at SummerSlam, you've all spoken a lot about control and change within the women's division. Bailey, you in particular lived through the first women's evolution in WWE and what a massive movement that was and how it really knocked down doors and blazed a lot of trails and, and provided opportunities for a lot of women who had prior to that not necessarily had that option or that experience. Now the women's division as a whole has grown. It has evolved. It has changed. Now, in 2022, having lived through the initial women's evolution, what do you guys look at and see as the future? What is your goal and what sort of imprint are you trying to make on women's wrestling as a whole? I just want to see it keep growing, you know? Like, I think there's been time periods and matches that have taken it to the next level, and whether it's a little bit or whether it's a big change or opens one set of eyes or thousands of eyes, you know, I think... Um, it kind of got to a point, honestly, where it was just a little stagnant or you're kind of seeing the same faces or you're seeing the same style matches. You're seeing the same structure matches or the same like, okay, the girls are going to be in this slot and it's going to be this long. Like, um, I think it got a little stagnant. And for me during injury, having to sit and watch what's happening and not that it was bad. I'm so proud of everything that's happened and like Liv Morgan winning the championship, things like that was exciting. It was just, I felt like there needed to be an outside, an outsider view of like some sort of change where like they can't see what's going on because they're so close to what's going on, you know? So we've seen Bianca come up, we've seen Rhea Ripley come up and they've came from NXT and they've changed the game. Like they've, they've done so much, but I think there's just a little bit missing of like, okay, we've seen them, but they were also like in the main events in NXT, like constantly or whatever, where like someone want to think, Oh, it's Dakota, Dakota Kai should be there too. Like she's been in the, all this position, like where sometimes when you're in the top for so long in NXT, they just expect you to show up, you know, but when it doesn't happen, it's like, Oh, you kind of like overlook, you kind of overlook Dakota. She should have been there a long time ago. Same with like EO. She was in that, uh, she's been women's champion. She's been, all over those, but then it's like, but she was also overlooked. So I think like for me, I wanted to bring girls that you thought like, okay, maybe they're just going to stay in NXT. Maybe they're just going to stay at the same level, but like there's certain people, um, there's certain things that I see that I like that I'm like, 
she has something different about her that she can bring to the to the division that some people may not see. Uh, I don't know if I answered that correctly because you know how I go. I just <laughs> the same. Um, just talking just in circles. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I think I see a lot in them that some might not see. Uh, that are just there's like more that meets the eye, more than meets the eye, more than meets more than meets the eye, <laughs> like Transformers. Uh, yeah. Dakota, can you turn into a Volkswagen Beetle on demand? Is that that a skill? That- <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is super uncomfortable because they're sitting beside you, but can you give us an example, Bailey, uh, of something that you see in Dakota and EO that maybe the majority of the WWE universe hasn't learned yet? Oh, that hasn't learned yet? Um, uh, I'm not saying this. I'm not going to argue whether it's true or untrue. I'm just asking you for an example. Uh, uh, they're, uh, they're great drivers. Um, <laughs> oh, I see what's going on. You're just trying to get someone behind the wheel for the road loops on the weekend. You're, that's the that's the veteran coming out and uh, old Bailey here. Like, oh, okay. Great at carrying my bag. They get ice for me after my matches. I did, actually. You know, I get ice, and then I got crap for it. No, um, I don't know. I just never have seen women who have done the things that they have done and will go to the extent that they will in matches or in like moving all the way from Japan to be here, moving all the way from New Zealand to be here and to make it a commitment and to make it like no plan B to go home. It's just like, I'm giving, I'm giving this everything. I have no family here. I'm giving this everything. So I know I can rely on people like that. I know that I can rely on someone who has nothing to freaking lose. It's like, okay, this is, I moved all the way over here to be the best. So those are the people I'm going to align myself with, not people who just fell into this job or people who got this job off Instagram, you know, or people that um, just got really good at it because they're athletic. Like I want people who have trained their ass off all over the world and learned. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? This right here, this is. (laughs) A combination of 45 years of experience, of wrestling experience. We make one Nobody can touch that. That's all I have. Don't so worry. Gra- Graves will point that out. I promise you guys on Raw. Just he will point that out. I promise. This is the first time you've had a match on Raw. You're not a rookie. You're, you're, you've yeah. actually done some stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Novel concept. 45 years. That's what WWE deserves is 45 years right here. We make one move. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting to, to hear the 45 years comment. And and Bailey, what you said before about being overlooked, EO being overlooked, Dakota being overlooked. Dakota, I'll start with you. Did you feel that way in NXT? Like, what else do you guys want me to do? Like, did that ever cross your mind? I mean, absolutely, especially near the tail end of my NXT run, you know, like, and I understand how this uh, business works. You know, I know that not everyone is given like a participation award. Like, I, I understand, and I also understand. You know, at the like the championship matches that I had, that you know, people were like, ah, oh, maybe it's like times I've been here for so long, and then it not happening. Like, I understand how the business works. I'm not like, ah, oh, should have, should have got that. Like, it's it's all stories at the end of the day, and they they all lead somewhere. They should all lead somewhere. Um, but especially in that last year, I really, after I'd sort of done everything that the, like the glass ceiling had allowed me to do, so to speak, I was more like, okay, so like, what else should I do? Like, uh, I guess I can change my character and sort of, you know, do something along that line. And then it's sort of, it, it, that was creative and I liked that. I really enjoyed changing it up a little bit, but then it also sort of went down the same path. I'm like, 
okay, like I've done that now, I've not done another championship, uh, like had another championship story and we <laughs> held the tag team championships for less than 24 hours apiece. <laughs> but like it's, um, yeah, I guess it just a little, it gets a little bit, it's hard to stay motivated. I, but again, I know how the business is. So uh, yeah, like coming back to this is is insane. It's like, it's it's a beautiful thing. Like as as amazing as NXT is, uh, and they have you know their big takeover shows, you know four times a year or whatever. But w- for people like them, the dream is WrestleMania. The dream is debuting on SummerSlam. Like, and we're gonna be in seventy thousand in front of seventy thousand people at mm-hmm. Cardiff. Like though, that's where talent like this belongs, you know. And so I just think like for real, <laughs> it's true though. You know, like I love NXT. You know, I'm the freaking I will raise an NXT flag everywhere I go. But um, you, like she said, you know, the ceiling's only so high where like you just have so much more to give. Mm. But like, Bigness how, how can I do that? Yeah. You want to make it to the show. You yeah. And actually capture the pinnacle right. of the dream, not just part of it. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Dakota and EO, I want to ask you, this has been recently your first experience with the main roster, so to speak, and traveling and doing non-televised live events. I know you guys have a taste of it in NXT, but now you're traveling. Now you're making towns, so to speak. Uh, particularly for, for, I know, EO, you haven't spent a great deal of time here in America four years. What has this experience been like traveling and being a full-time WWE superstar for the first time? Yeah, my life is totally changed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the still NXT uh, recently started again the live event around Florida. Mm. But actually, right. uh, when I've been there before, I got injured. Uh, still not live event. So mm. that's why we only have once a week on the TV day. Yes. I have the match in here NXT. Yeah, so, yeah. so pretty much I have to stay in Orlando all of the day mm-hmm. and then everything changed. Now I have to fly <laughs> as a, you know, as a stage yeah, and uh, where I am yeah. one day today. <laughs> so now I'm crazy busy now, but nice and busy. Exactly what I want to do mm. now. So I'm so happy, but my body did not so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a change. It's definitely different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I need time to, you know, to get used to yes. 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 life. <laughs> It's a great point brought up. Like I was working one, you know, I did Orlando on Tuesdays, uh, you know, but now, oh man, four days a week. Like that's part of the dream too. Like that's how you get to the show. Like Graves, as you put it. 
Bailey, what are some of the things that you've sort of had to impart or help the other two girls with uh, in this journey? Obviously, it's a drastic change for both of them from where they were a few months back. You've been the veteran. You've experienced and lived this life. What are some of the things that some of the advice that you've given Dakota and EO and maybe something that you would give to, to an aspiring female superstar, whether they be in NXT or on the Indies somewhere looking to make that next step? What are some things you've had to teach them as far as from your experience? Well, I don't know if I have taught them anything because luck, wait, luckily, like, they've been, uh, they've had the experience on TV and, like, a little bit of, you know, Dakota's done dark matches and they've done big shows. So things like that I haven't really had to, like, our backstage segments or promos or uh, matches. Like, I don't feel like I had to help structure or tell them how to talk or anything like that. But I do think, like, um, I try to keep in mind, like, uh, you know, our days have been crazy. We're like all over the show. So I do try have to keep in mind, like, okay, don't freak out because if I freak out, I don't want them to freak out. You know, like, you know, I need to make sure that we're, that I'm calm and know, let them think like, oh, this is normal. Like, yeah, we're in every segment. It's normal. Literally. Like just relax. Okay. Um, but I think maybe, hopefully, I don't know this, just the way this all came about and maybe it can help inspire whoever wants, feels like, giving up like we literally just had this conversation the other night was like sometimes you just feel a little lost and a little like your confidence is is gone no matter what you're doing like we're doing this but there's still a little piece of confidence missing because Mm -hmm. like we haven't wrestled in so long like I haven't wrestled in over a year and she she was fired and she's just coming off injury so like there's a little bit of confidence uh lost there Mm -hmm. but like I think we all collectively really believe in this. And the more we're on together, the more time we get to spend together. I think we, that's coming, it's overcoming the unconfident side of us. Like, I don't know. I just think that if you really, really, really love something, if you really believe in yourself, like it's going to find the way, just don't let that like negativity take over. You have to just overcome everything. She's selling herself short because (laughs) we wouldn't be here wasn't for this one right here and I think you're like the perfect person to have guide us you you might not think that you are but we definitely look to but you know like Pam as like a guiding sort of figure amongst all of this because like even though I've done dark matches we've like done a few dark matches here and there and like had our little taste of what it's like it's nothing compared to what it is right now and then having someone like this who's been through it like it's the perfect person to sort of have you know have under her wing thank you bailey you mentioned they're lucky <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal it's it sounds like they realize what they're working with so you know, a little ego stroke here and there will keep everything happy you know you mentioned not being in the uh in the ring for over a year you obviously were out with an injury this past monday you made your singles return and you were out there without dakota without eo it was bailey rolling solo against Aaliyah. How did you feel? Walk me through that process of, of going from SummerSlam and these feel-good moments, and you three of you have been featured as a, as a unit. You've been taking over Raw and SmackDown by storm. But now, let's take all the all the window dressings away. Now it is Bailey. It's time to get down to business for the first time in a long time. Do you have any nerves? Yeah, I felt so weird, and I had to not really like tap into my emotions too much because it was... Uh, I, wor- I wrestled on the live events, and it's just not the same like the weekend before. Um, but that was, you know, I try to just stay calm until, um, I'm able to cry or laugh or scream about it, you know, once it's all done. But I honestly, like since the last few weeks of us being together, I felt 
they help me feel like pretty calm when things get stressful or I get overwhelmed because I can kind of uh, it, they even me out now. So going out there without them, I was like, oh, guys, like, uh, can you just make sure I'm okay? But um, it was, I'm still like in shock that I did it because it, it's been so long. And I, I never really like was able to imagine what my match back would be like, because everything's changing. Like, am I going to come back this way? Or am I going to come back that way? Who would it be against? So I don't know. I still don't know if I fully understand how I felt about it. I know it was a big night for Aaliyah too, being in her hometown, which I think was really special. So I think it was special for both of us, which made the match mean even more. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I still like haven't wrapped myself around it yet because it was, it's been so long and it kind of feels like it actually didn't happen and I haven't watched any clips on it or anything. So I'm just, uh, it happened. I was there. Are you I sure? Pretty, yeah. pretty sure we talked to each other at some point in the midst of it. That, luckily, they, they must have like felt my nerves because it came out afterwards. Like, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Dakota and Io, the two of you have advanced through the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. You now find yourself in the finals against an opponent. Uh, opponents to be determined tonight as this drops on Friday Night SmackDown, the second chance fatal four-way. What does it mean to the two of you to be in the position that you're in, to sort of be prepared to resurrect these women's championships and, and sort of reshape that division in your own image. Oh, gosh, it's like... Potentially. I'm not putting the cart before the horse. Obviously, you might not do it, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an optimist here. I'm, I'm putting the you know, best-case scenario forward. They've, already, some of that. they've already done it. I mean, I think they've already brought like fans interested in the tag. This whole tournament has, but I think they've already opened eyes to, like, the tag team division already just watching them work together is, has already done that. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, my ego. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even just being in this position of like resurrecting the, the tag team championships and being a part of this tournament and telling that story, like it's bringing eyes again, back on the women's tag division, you know, which was lost for a little bit, but now it's like, no, this exists. And we have so many great talented women that can be a part of this together. So it only elevates everyone when a tournament like this exists, when, you know, we've got like uh, matches happening, semifinals, whatever. It's just, it's such a great feeling. And to have like, the, to have the ability to tell a story like, with the time and the stories involved and all of that and, and being paired with like literally one of the greatest wrestlers in the world is just um, so uh, there's a lot of responsibility there, but um, I think it's all leading to a good place for sure. What about for you, EO? Yeah. Tournament is, uh, how is it? A very, everyone very watching about who will win yeah. and uh, also uh, many fans, Think about it, how works our team up. Our dynamic, yeah. yeah. So that's why if we get championship, it's easiest way to show them we have power. Mm. So that's why, yeah, we have to win. Yeah. <laughs> Just by winning the championships, you're showing everybody where the power lies. It's like such a yeah. simple explanation, but it works yeah. really, really well. I like that a lot. I think Graves just wrote that down, too, to bring up on Raw. That's going to be a little one-liner yeah. Graves is going to throw, yeah. <laughs> throw in there for sure. Hey, e e I, I want to ask you about someone who just showed up on NXT for the first time and is an absolute legend. Actually, Beth Phoenix at one point 
called this woman the fabric of women's wrestling. And we're talking about Mako Satamora. Eo, oh. what can you say about uh, Mako that the audience here in America will finally realize soon enough? Yeah, she is definitely special. The one of the best women wrestler in Japan, even in the world, I think. And she has everything, pretty much everything. So she has power, she has technique. Mm. So she has nice background. She has career mm. as well. And also look at her eyes, very impressed. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, when we met in the ring and her eyes makes me so... Something special. Yeah. And, uh, Ooh, that can be a good song. Yeah. Me too. I know. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. In Japan, so many girls think about it. So, you know, who has the uh, experience against Satomura or not? Mm. It makes me so totally different level. So, yeah. Like, so you worked her. Uh, yeah. 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 Can, yeah. Can say that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I wrestle after Satomura, my wrestling career like changed. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Bailey, what about you and Dakota? I know you both have a very healthy respect for Satomura. She's one of the most widely respected competitors in all of women's wrestling anywhere on the globe. <laughs> when I first watched Gaia Girls, which is like that documentary <laughs> where oh my god, Satomura- well, let's talk about that for a second. Let, let's let's put that out into the to the psyche of the WWE universe yeah. who may not have seen this. I remember telling Stone Cold about this documentary because it was one of the most <laughs> Brutal things I've ever seen in my life. The drop kick. Yes. Ah, I, it makes my skin crawl. Me too. What is this? Oh, just it's called I, Gaia Girls. It's a it's a documentary from what the the nineties. Yeah, early nineties. Oh, when Satomura was, like, and she just like drop kicks one of her girls <laughs> training like over and over again, face telling her to get up, and she has like a bloody nose. So like. When I went to Japan and had to work Sendai Girls, which is her promotion, I was intimidated as heck to meet her because I was like, this is the freaking, this is who, like, this is she drop kicked this girl to death. And like, I'm about to like, (laughs) she's like one of the nicest people. It's insane. I was like really thrown off by it because like I have all the respect in the world for her, whether or not I'm scared of her. But like, (laughs) she was so sweet and had so much feedback to give that. Yeah, it was. It threw me off for sure. <laughs> I've never been able to meet her or have any conversations with her. I've th- talked to her through Twitter, and that's pretty much it. But I mean, obviously, I know who she is, and I know uh, the level of experience. And like, she's intimidating just to watch in matches. Yeah, I've seen many of her matches on YouTube, mm. um, and even like Sasha went there to train with her for um, a month or so, and she would send me videos of them training and like. Satomura trains like literally seven days a week. Like she doesn't miss anything. And it's like weight training in the gym, uh, in the ring, like cardio, lifting weights just over and over. And I was like, oh my God, I don't, (laughs) like she's been wrestling for how long? And she's still putting her body through that every single day. But I mean, it pays off because she's, yeah, wrestles the way she does and moves the way she does. And it's, she's just, you know, it's, I think we're super, super lucky to have her (laughs) under with the company, you know? So maybe we should bring her with us. Yeah. Oh, oh here we go. There we go. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it out. We're running a little low on time, but you just sparked another thought, another question in my mind. What are the odds that the three, is there room for expansion? Is it going to be the three of you? Is it going to be the five of you? Are there going to be nine of you? Or going to you be, Ooh. I mean, what, what is the limit? Just going to turn into the NWO? They're just going to keep adding people? <laughs> Why do you guys want a spot? 
I mean, maybe if you give me a T-shirt, I mean, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, well, I you guys are like, you know, we kind of opened up a lot in this interview, so you're just gonna have to wait and see. I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. If you look at us in this group. You know anything's possible. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get no argument, but again, Clash of the Castle, September 3rd, massive six-woman tag team matchup. The three of you against Bianca Belair, Asuka, Alexa Bliss. Potentially, two of the three of you could be WWE Women's Tag Team Champions when we arrive in Cardiff, Wales, which leaves the third one, oh. Sands Championship. What are the odds? Maybe I'll have a championship. And, and notice I'm not specifying. I'm, I'm being very vague. <laughs> There's room for, for shifting and, and changing. However, face value, Bailey, what are the odds you uh, take a step toward becoming a singles champion again in WWE? I mean, if I feel like it, yeah, but... <laughs> Right now, I think I just... She's like, wait, what day is it? It's Wednesday? Nah, yeah. not today. Uh, dip my toes wherever I feel like it. If I have a title, then it kind of holds me down. It keeps me in one spot. But if I don't have a title, then I'm able to go wherever I want, just like the tag team champions. So I think I'd rather keep my options open for a while. Ooh, undecided. That's why you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. Thank you, Vic <laughs> Hey, Vic, did you see that shoulder of Sean right there? Uh, yeah, you, damn straight I did. Okay. is Are you staring at that or are you even looking at it? I, no, I wonder why there's an extra glare on it. You know, there's like an extra glow coming from my screen when I look at it too. I don't know yeah. if that's by design or by default. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bailey, Dakota, EO, thank you guys for joining after the bell. Before I let the three of you go, I'm going to start with EO, go right down the line. What are you most excited about? for the future of WWE in the women's division? So, well, yeah, good question. And it could be an opponent. It could be a moment. What, what are you just personally excited about now that you've all started this new chapter of your careers? So, of course, my goal is single champion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all together. We'll all have single champion. Yeah. Yeah. I'll win the 24-7 title. <laughs> SmackDown, you Raw. Yeah. There you go. You can do it. <laughs> Singles championship. I like that. I, I, that's where you shine the brightest in NXT. Yeah. I, I can see EO as a big as a big star on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, that is my biggest dream. That's why I came to United States. Mm -hmm. You know, the the I think the I was one of the best women's wrestler in Japan, but I really want to become one of the best women's wrestler in the world. Yeah. So. I yeah, want to show you're them. Off. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Yeah, I, I love already, it. But Solid. I want to show them that all over the world. I think for me, like obviously championship, single tag, whatever, like that's always a dream, right? A WrestleMania moment. That is always going to be like the, the goal. But personally, I think like I love the fact that the women's division in its entirety is getting like a spotlight back on it. And I think that, you know, with the time that we have to tell the stories, like matches, promos, everything like that, and then the new matchups we have with, like, you know, people that have been there longer or, like, new talent coming in, um, the opportunities for different matchups, I think all of this together will just elevate everyone up because I think, like, back in NXT, like, 2018 era, we really prided the women's division back then being, like, one of the best in the world. So I think now it's, like, that I, I love that feeling of that's very not prideful but I, I have a lot of like 
in my heart, I just love the idea of like having one of the best divisions in the world. And, and being a part of that is so special to me. So that is the goal. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I just want to continue to see the division change and get different additions mm-hmm. uh, like them. But there's so many others that, you know, that can just bring so much more the, to the division. And I have accomplished a lot in the past. And uh, but there's still a lot I want to do, but different things. It's not like I want to win this title or win the Royal Rumble, like not things like that. It's just, you know, I've always wanted to have a faction and I've always, I just want to make sure I hit every point that you can do in wrestling and just be able to like go through the the roller coaster of it all and be able to say, I've done that. I've hosted mm-hmm. WrestleMania. I have been in this match. I've done this match. I've also been with a group of girls. I've also done this. So I just want to be able to have all of that and in whole, just watch the, and be a part of, you know, the big changes in the, in the division, just to be memories for people. Bucket list of stuff. Yeah. Love it. Well, the three of you are certainly on your way to doing all those things. Thank you. EO sky, Dakota Kai Bailey for hanging out with us for a little bit. We're looking forward to clash at the castle, September 3rd streaming live WWE on Peacock, huge six woman tag team match and so much other goodness coming your way make sure you're following us at after the bell wwe on twitter instagram and facebook you can find me at wwe graves you can find him at vic joseph wwe i wouldn't recommend doing that listen for free on spotify which i do recommend just search after the bell hit the follow button so that you never miss an episode we'll be back next week with more wisdom more vitriol potentially brand new wwe women's tag team champions and more wwe after the bell (laughs) 